The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by the Combank Baggy Green National Tour. It's one way they're helping to support local communities impacted by bushfires. For more information, head to combank.com.au forward slash bushfire recovery. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Friday the 14th of February. In your squiz today, travel ban extended due to COVID-19, Chris Dawson to stand trial over his wife's murder, food waste and wealth, and KFC Crocs. This is your squiz today. Starting today with the latest on COVID-19, formerly known as the coronavirus, While some reports had the rate of infection levelling off, yesterday saw the largest increase in deaths attributed to the virus and the infected count passed 48,000, still mainly in that Hubei province where it originated. What's the reason behind the sudden increase? So medical staff in Hubei have applied a broader definition to diagnose people. What that broadly means is that they're now using lung scans uh, rather than some kind of test that looks for the genetic signature of the virus, which is very complicated at the moment. They haven't entirely nailed down a proper test for it. So just by going into a scan and looking at the lungs for damage is one of the ways that they're doing that now. And that's why there's been a big jump. Uh, Also warnings in China that there are thousands of people, particularly in that Hubei province, who haven't been tested yet and who are showing symptoms. The World Health Organisation has warned that the outbreak could still go in any direction. Let's look at Australia now. PM Scott Morrison has extended the travel ban for those coming from China into Australia for another week. That was set to end tomorrow, but it's been extended to the 22nd of February. Morrison says that that will be reviewed again next week. China says that that ban's an overreaction It's not at all happy with any of that. Uh, One of the impacts that we know from that ban, but also from this uh, outbreak more broadly, is that the Australian economy uh, is going to be hit. That's because, of course, a whole bunch of tourists can't come here uh, and also a whole bunch of students who would normally be starting the new academic year uh, who come from China. So that's something that our Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe uh, yesterday said will definitely have an impact, probably. Probably the impact will be worse than the SARS crisis back in uh, the early 2000s. But he also says that no one really knows exactly how it's going to play out. In some good news, though, all four of the New South Wales patients that uh, were diagnosed with COVID-19 have been discharged from hospital. The total number of diagnosed cases in Australia remains at 15. Cyclone Uasi has hit the World Heritage listed site of Lord Howe Island today, Claire. That happened early this morning. With parts of southeast Queensland flooding and a drenching on the way for New South Wales, there's a lot going on weather-wise. Yeah, another very wild weather weekend, particularly on Australia's east coast. Lord Howe Island was hit at about 2am. Those winds of 154 kilometres per hour have been recorded there. We'll know a bit more when the sun comes up about what sort of damage uh, has been done across that island. Uh, That southeast corner of Queensland had a whole lot of rain uh, over the last few days, which have caused flash flooding. Uh, Tragedy there as a kayaker's body was removed from uh, one of the swollen rivers on the Sunshine Coast. And there's also a 26-year-old bushwalker who's missing uh, in the Gold Coast hinterland. That search is continuing today. Uh, Those conditions are moving down the coast to New South Wales and there's a drenching coming there. Yeah, take care if you're in any of those areas. 
Chris Dawson has been committed to stand trial for the murder of his wife, Lynette Dawson, nearly 40 years ago. This case is, of course, quite well known because of the Teacher's Pet podcast, Claire. It's had really high profile in the last couple of years. Those charges against Dawson were brought in the wake of that podcast and a lot of attention on the case. A four-day committal hearing has just wrapped up. Uh, There were some witnesses that fronted to say that they had actually seen Lynette uh, after her reported disappearance, but he is going to trial and will be arraigned in April. Plenty more to come on that one. Still in the courts, there were a lot of charges laid against journalists and media organisations for breaching suppression orders following Cardinal George Pell's conviction for child sexual assault offences back in December 2018. After long delays, many of those journalists and media organisations had the charges dropped yesterday, Claire. There's still 30 journalists and media outlets facing 100 charges uh, for reports at that time. We're talking about December 2018 when uh, Cardinal George Pearl had been convicted, uh, but they weren't able to report on that because it was subject to a suppression order. Uh, Charges were laid by the Victorian Director of Public Prosecutions and it's been almost a year since then. The Supreme Court judge yesterday in the hearing that had those charges dropped said that he was very frustrated about the delays. Uh, He said 11 months on since those charges have been laid and they're still talking about the basics, so that's why they're moving it on. In some business news now, Vodafone and TPG, who are our third and fourth largest telcos respectively, they're set to merge in a $15 billion deal. The ACCC is opposed to it, though. The ACCC says that it would substantially lessen competition in the market. Of course, we've got Telstra at number one and Optus at number two, and the competition regulator's view is that to merge number three and four was just too much concentration. But a court yesterday disagreed with that, saying that actually a combined Vodafone and TPG would make a stronger competitive force against that Optus and Telstra leaders in the market. There's still a chance that the ACCC might appeal that ruling. A new research study linking wealth to food waste has managed to put a figure on the average amount of money spent on food per day before you start to waste it. It's $10 a day. It's incredible, isn't it? And of course, this is a study that is done across uh, 63 nations. So of course, there's lots of disparities in income uh, and also things like food availability and consumption. But when you're looking particularly uh, across that board, once you start spending that much on food, uh, you start getting a little bit, you know, don't really need that. I'll put it into the bin or you've... Yeah. yeah, overloaded your plate a little bit. So that's why organisations like the United Nations are particularly concerned. Uh, they say about a third of food produced for humans is thrown away. That's a problem, of course, because a lot of energy and a lot of effort goes into producing food. And as a lot of developing nations become more wealthy, we're talking about places like China and India, uh, they're very concerned that that might result in some kind of food waste explosion. Each Friday we talk about a few things less news-related, perhaps, that we've enjoyed or noticed through the week. There's a golden retriever called Finley who's breaking all sorts of records or attempting to get in the Guinness Book of Records for the most amount of balls a dog can fit in his mouth at once. He's got six. If you want to see a very happy doggo, very proud doggo, head to the Squiz Today email. And then getting Sean Spicer, Donald Trump's former press secretary, to record a Valentine's Day message for the object of your affections is probably one of the 
more unique things we've seen floating around. Oh, yeah. We're complete romantics here at The Squiz. I think oh, yeah. a message from Sean Spicer would just be fantastic. <laughs> the one to treasure forever. That's for sure. Before we head off, what's the subject line today? The subject line today I've gone for the old classic Elton John crocodile rock, the lyric being, me and Susie had so much fun. I just quite like that lyric. But it goes to KFC and Crocs. Um, that abomination of a shoe wear company. Uh, they have decided to team up and they have produced a limited edition fried chicken print uh, shoe. They say it's what fried chicken footwear dreams are made of. They're wrong. These aren't dreams. These are nightmares. <laughs> no one can want. No one could possibly want these. The worst thing is they come with a charm that looks like a drumstick and smells it's like chicken. It's just wrong on so many levels. It's going to get every dog in the neighbourhood coming to attack your feet. <laughs> yeah, isn't that, isn't that like going to be my worst great. nightmare. Oh. Anyway, before we head off, a big thank you to each and every one of you who listens to The Squiz today. We've actually hit four million listens, Claire. Oh, isn't that great? That's fantastic. That's a lot of listens. Yeah. Thank you so much. So we're grateful for each and every one. On that note, have a great weekend, everyone, and we will catch you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.